Hello and welcome to our podcast today, which focuses on the various steps within outsourcing that we have included within our Accelerate Digital Roadmap. My name is Hinal Patel and I'm a partner in the UK at Simmons & Simmons, who specialises um, in digital transactions. I'm pleased to say that I'm joined today by Michelle Tarr, one of my colleagues um, in our Hong Kong office, who also specialises in digital transactions. And in this episode of our podcast series, we will be focusing on the implementation phase, in particular, transition. So let me kick off, Michelle, by asking you, can you um, give me uh, an overview of this particular phase of the outsourcing project? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Anal. So this stage of outsourcing is all about transitioning from the status quo to the new outsource arrangement. So sometimes that means transition from um, an in-house team that's doing the work to an external third party, or sometimes it can be transition from an existing outsourcing supplier to a new outsourcing supplier. And some of the key aims of this phase are um, to transfer corporate knowledge from one party to the other, to deal with um, person personnel and staff changes as smoothly as possible, um, to transfer other things um, like equipment, IT, contracts and processes to the new um, supplier um, and to do all of this with as little friction as possible and with as little um, downtime as possible and within um, the deadline that you've set. Yeah, so it's 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 really about kind of um, uh, getting the 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 future services stood up and ready to go, isn't it? And and it sounds to me as though a lot could go wrong. So, can you tell me about um, the the key issues? Yeah, exactly. This is often the point um, in in an outsourcing transaction where things um, get tested, relationships get tested, um, and it's often the point where parties um, sort of realise the scale and complexity of what they're trying to do. Um, and, and particularly when, you know, you've got the pressure of deadlines looming. Um, and it can also be especially difficult if, um, you know, your relationship with your existing supplier uh, is perhaps not um, that good. Um, they might be disorganised, you might be parting on bad terms, um, or you might just not be getting the right cooperation and support that you need from your departing supplier. So in that context, um, an implementation plan is absolutely critical um, and you need to have buy-in in that plan from all of your key stakeholders um, and that includes both the incoming and the outgoing supplier. So some of the key issues um, that can often arise relate to poor procedures for knowledge transfer and skills transfer um, and effectively a loss of corporate memory from your existing supplier to your new supplier. Um, poor procedures in dealing with staff changes and that ranges from legal issues like uh, transfer of employees through to human aspects like people getting um, demoted or being made redundant um, and uh, maintaining performance. So there's usually you know, a grace period for the new supplier to um, come in and to get up to speed with the operations um, and you need to you know, plan for this, this ramp up period. Um, and particularly if there is a potential impact to your customers and the service that you can um, that you provide to your customers, the the implementation plan is critical. Mm, yeah, so clearly a, a, a stage of the process that that's um, high risk. Um, and so, what what would be your um, top tips for overcoming the challenges that you've talked about? Um, so I think ensuring that you get the right support from your outgoing supplier is absolutely key. And some of that goes back to ensuring that um, the contracts that you draft with your supplier at the beginning of the relationship deal appropriately with transitioning out. Um, I think robust testing to ensure readiness for handover. 
Um, and as I've sort of already touched on a little bit, good contracts to cover the implementation period um, because the, the, the cutting in and cutting out period is often so bespoke for each particular outsourcing um, and often in contracting in the contracting phase at the beginning of the relationship so much energy is spent um, on you know long-term issues in the contracts like liability um, and often the negotiation of the um, relatively temporary transitional implementation periods of an outsourcing contract can be neglected um, and that's when you start to run into trouble yeah that's that's really um, insightful michelle thank you um Look, so we continue to break down the various steps of the process uh, of an outsourcing and, and, and we'll continue with the implementation stage. But next time we'll be focusing on, on transformation of the services. And with that, I'd just like to say thank you again, Michelle, and thank you for listening. <laughs>